Hello and welcome to CodeBite, sponsored by Search 5.0. I'm your host, Stephen Turkington. And on today's episode, we're pleased to welcome Jessica Madhaven to the podcast. CodeBite's success to put a spotlight on mentorship, as still to this day, we see plenty of aspiring technologists without that go-to person in their career. Jess is currently the engineering manager in Check Trade, and on this brilliant episode, we hear of her career pathway from immersing herself in startup to large company experience. We hear of her passion for people and driving key initiatives across DEI and also mentorship. This is a really inspiring conversation, and I hope you enjoy. Well, Jess, a very warm welcome to Cobites. Hi, uh, hi everyone. I'm Jess. Um, yeah, really nice to join you today, Stephen. I'm really excited, Jess. I've actually been following your content on social media for for quite a while, and I know you've got a really strong mission, which I'm really excited to share, uh, and what's important to share with our um, audience. Um, and yeah, really looking forward to this episode. So, thank you, Jess. Jess, I'd love you to kick things off and. Give our audience an overview of your career and your your experience and where you are today. Yeah, sure. Um, so I got into tech quite a few years ago now. I'd say maybe seven, eight years ago now. Um, started off in like the kind of technical analyst work. Um, went to uni, studied computer science, so went down quite the traditional route of getting into software engineering and tech. Um, after my university course, that's when I started software engineering. Um, so when I did my first role in software engineering at Rightmove, I, I sort of rotated around a number of different teams, um, got loads of experience working in different areas as well. So I've done back end, front end, um, you know, I've been in platforms team. So pretty much the full stack, to be honest, until I guess a few years into my software engineering career, um, I actually started to enjoy leading teams more and coming up with the ideas to make the teams more efficient. And I guess being that more more outspoken person of the team to just say you know what let's try new ideas let's try new things let's try make ourselves better and then that's when I kind of find found out about um engineering management and what that kind of role is and I was um you know when I kind of started looking into that I was thinking oh well this is you know is is pretty much what I like to do this this pretty much ticks all the boxes of what I want to do next um so then I started looking into engineering management roles um and I did my first engineering manager role in a startup and yeah that kicked things off really um I chose to go to a startup for my first role so it was sort of small scale um and I could you know get into things without having too much overhaul too many teams um too many people around me everything like that just so I could get used to the role really enjoyed it really loved it and you know it just sort of made me realize again that role was for me um so then after I had a little bit of time in the startup decided I wanted to go into a big company again because to be honest bigger companies um they are where I like to thrive they're where I like to progress more so that brought me on to Checker Trade where I'm at now and I absolutely love Checker Trade um with such a big thriving company we've got loads of cool ideas for the upcoming year or so and we're constantly growing as well so again that's an important thing to me as an engineering manager so part of my job at Chagger Trade um, 
aside from the normal engineering management, which is managing the teams, helping people progress, um, helping the day-to-day projects get delivered. Um, I do a lot in check trade, um, you know, to help hiring, to help improve diversity, um, to help women in tech, et cetera. Um, so yeah, one of the big things that I've been doing recently is trying to get more juniors into check trade. Um, and yeah, it was, it was a big goal of mine this year to introduce the first kind of juniors into check trade so we can be on that journey of improving our diversity and inclusion, which again, check trade let me play a huge part of and any ideas I have, you know, they let me bring those forward. And it's, it's a blessing to be in a company that lets me bring those passions of mine forward and and, you know, progress with those. So, yeah, been been a really good year, to be honest. Magic, magic. Yes, and it's so important to have an environment where it gives, it has trust and gives their people autonomous to, to kind of make choices, yeah. make decisions and empower them ultimately. Um, Jess, and I think it's great to hear that there's that first graduate intake. What I love about Code Bytes is a lot more of our growing demographic audience are actually students in university. Oh, and and it's all about for us protecting our industry and creating opportunities and it sounds like a great environment as well more importantly that yeah. you're, you're in because that's everything um yes i'm keen to learn because obviously it's been a great it's been a great journey i think you've kind of assigned yourself to, to enjoyment of coaching and and that kind of um mentoring with people and in fact you've been in a startup as well and got that exposure i mean if you were to reflect in your career to date Yes, and I'm sure there's been plenty, but has there been a defining moment for you where things have just changed, perhaps? Yeah, um, I I would say it's definitely the moment I started to get um, more responsibility and, you know, be able to do the things that I'm passionate about. So I think it was actually, I think last year I started to attend a lot more meetups and stuff in London outside of work, a lot of communities, leadership communities, things like that. And what inspires me most is talking to other um, engineering managers, leaders, heads of engineering in different companies to find out, you know, what they're doing to progress their companies, what they're doing, um, you know, to not just become more efficient and become better in engineering but like I said the big passions of mine so diversity and inclusion um improving women in tech stuff like that so when I talk to those other leaders about what they're doing and I get to bring some of those ideas back into checker trade um and you know again just having that trust that okay well great Jess you've got this idea um sounds like a great idea here's the budget go ahead you know let's let's get moving with it so it's really nice to just be trusted um, have that responsibility to lead and make decisions and make a difference and I think that's the thing that empowers me most as an engineering manager yeah and it's a part of a network um Jess isn't it and I think I think companies who are breaking down barriers doing some really good 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 initiatives it's an onus to share yeah. with other people and other business because I think collectively that's how we get better as as an industry, um, Jess. So I love to hear that. Um, and obviously it's working out brilliantly within Check and Trade with the different initiatives yeah. which you've which is um which has been put in play. I mean, th- this co-bites the purpose is is all about mentorship, um, mm-hmm. Jess. And um, I'm keen to learn what's your relationship with mentorship and how important is one in one's career. 
Yeah, I think mentorship is hugely important. So um, when I was at a stage in my career, again, where I was progressing, and I think the the most difficult thing about going into tech, um, not just software engineering, but any tech role, um, is there's there's such a there's such a wide array of things that you can do. So okay, let's focus more on software engineering. There's so many different languages, um, different stacks, different um, areas of the business you can go in, different types of businesses. So having a mentor, I think, as you get into software engineering is so vital. So you can, um, I guess, learn from that mentor about different experiences and where you can go. So one of the things that helped me the most, again, throughout my career was having good mentors along the way who I could constantly go to and say, hey, look, you know, I'm really enjoying this, really like doing this. How can I progress to the next level? What can I do next? How can I move up the career ladder? Because I'm someone who does want to progress and always likes to keep moving to the next level once I feel like I've conquered a specific area. And I think, you know, again, in an industry as big as tech, it's always changing as well. So it's good to have people there for advice you can look up to. And again, a mentor doesn't necessarily have to be someone who's so much more experienced than you. It can be someone who's just slightly more experienced than you or, you know, sort of been down a similar um, path as you. So it's great to just having, it's great to have someone to relate back to as well. Um, So yeah, it's been vital for me to have such good mentors throughout my journey, which have, you know, almost helped push me to where I am today. Brilliant, brilliant. And it's so true. Yes, I think naturally people can think of a mentor as somebody who's been there and done that and he's higher up, you know, the yeah. the the chart, if you like, but you're actually right. I mean, equally, you can learn a lot from your peers who have different exactly, knowledge, yeah. different domains, yeah. and like, wow, like it's just in a digital world we're in, like it's so accessible. Yeah, um, exactly. And one of the things I love at the moment is that Jack and Trevor, we have like quite a big cohort of engineering managers as well. And I feel like we're constantly just mentoring each other as well. Everyone comes from, you know, so many different backgrounds, different companies. It's about, I don't know, there must be about 12 to 15 of us now maybe. And, you know, we will have these meetups where we um, just discuss general ideas and have general chit chat every two weeks or so and it's just bringing in those ideas bringing in new perspective from people and again like you said you can have mentors on the same level who are your peers who can you know everyone has their own passions and areas of expertise that we can all help each other with as well um so yeah like I I like to mentor in a number of different ways whether it's sharing some of my experiences with my peers or whether it's mentoring engineers into you know what they want to do in engineering or how to um, progress in their career paths. There's so many different types of mentoring, I think. Absolutely. You must be so excited for the graduate program to kick off. Yeah, yeah. No, honestly, it's it's been really great. Yeah, since, you know, from the get-go, just running the whole hiring day, um, it was such an experience to meet so many new faces and um, individuals from different backgrounds who are all really talented, really motivated. And I think the most amazing thing about the tech industry at the moment are people getting to tech. Um, is not everyone is coming from the same background anymore. Not everyone is um, coming from university or following traditional routes. You get people who are going through career changes, um, you know, going through boot camps, self-teaching themselves. And I think it's so amazing, again, having these bigger events and 
with such talented individuals just you know coming from so many different backgrounds and um it's really impressive you know how people are using the resources around them to to get into tech and it's amazing it just shows like you you don't just have to stop because you don't want to go to university or don't want to follow a different specific career path there's just so many different directions you can follow into software engineering now as long as you have that passion and motivation and I think a lot of companies are really on board with that now is you know they realize that there's there's so much talent outside the traditional routes that um it's you know you don't have to be scared in in not following such a traditional route anymore absolutely and I've heard experiences yes on that where companies who have totally taken away the barriers having a a computer science degree and have taken people on board who have dropped out at GCSE, have dropped out of, you know, kind of college, uh, have went through a different apprenticeship, a shared skills. And these individuals perhaps have been knocked back once or twice or three times by the more traditionally minded businesses. And with these companies actually bringing these individuals on board, putting trust in them, the performance, the motivation, you know, just soared for them just putting trust into this individual you know so I think it's definitely powerful yeah and I think the ultimate thing we have to remember as companies as well is as long as as long as we've got good onboarding programs in place the right mentorship in place the right support for the juniors or the graduates or whoever joining us then you know we as long as we're setting them up for success then it, it's going to be a great journey for both of us. We're doing something for them. They're doing something for us. And it's it's the best way to help progress new people into the industry. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And on the, the aspect of people, let, you know, let's move on to talent. Um, Jess, and I'm keen to learn how, how would you identify good talent in today's market? Yeah, I mean, um, it, it's quite a, a difficult one, to be honest, because, you know, the market is so big now. There's hugely competitive talent pools. Um, I think for me, some of the biggest things I look for, again, some of the things I just mentioned now, like motivation, people who want to continue self-learning, people who have a general passion for the industry and the changes in tech, um, people who are not afraid to change and pivot through different languages and tech stacks. Because again, that's another really important thing in tech is things are constantly changing. So you can't be afraid of change. Um, as long as people are open, willingly to learn, then you're always going to be good in the tech industry. You're always going to soar high because you know, you're know you changing with the times and you're progressing with tech. Um, so yeah, I guess aside from the standard technical skills um, and the communication skills, all of that, it's it's the motivation and the willing to learn and the willing to progress that really makes candidates stand out to me. Yeah, and that obviously feeds very well into retention and retaining yeah. individuals. Yeah. Just if you take the time to truly understand the person, their motivations, and create that pathway. Yeah which will keep them ultimately within the business. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's a really important thing um, for me as well. When hiring in people, I like to mention the career paths and the careers matrix quite early on so that people know there is room to grow. Um, because I think when when you get people joining companies, 
often, especially within tech, a lot of people think to themselves, great, you know, I'm going to get this experience in a new company for a year or two and then move on to a different role or a different company. But in fact, if you've got a really good company who has a really good careers matrix and can support you through different roles, um, you know, not just different roles, but in fact, supporting you on moves to different teams, for example, different projects, then you don't necessarily have to move to a different company to do something different. There's there's so many things you can do in one company. Um, and, you know, I've experienced this myself by being in some software engineering roles, again, in bigger companies where you can rotate around different teams. So that's something that I tend to encourage strongly um, with people joining a big company like Checker Traders. You know, we've got so many different teams that do so many different things and work with so many different technologies. Um, if you feel like, great, I've mastered everything in my team, then great, let's have that chat. Let's see where, you know, where else you can um, benefit from moving to if you can go to a different team and learn something new and help them with a new project and then that's how people can progress internally just as much as they can externally Uh, it's it's definitely an important environment given options and and avoiding stagnation um jess and allowing allowing technologists to find out what works and what doesn't work for them more importantly because it won't work it might not work first time around but it's to be okay with that and the fact yeah, that here's another yeah. option that could easily cross over uh yes yeah 100 yeah and that's that's how i found out you know where i want to be today as i said you know i've done back and i did back end when i started with that i loved it but then if i didn't try front end i i never would have realized how much i loved front end and then you know throughout the most of my career software engineering career i chose to stick to front end because i love that so much so it's just having the opportunity to try everything and, you know, again, realize what you like doing in tech. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yes. I want to move on to um, the the industry as a, as a whole. Yeah. Um, what do you see currently as a, as a challenge, Jess, and, and what will it do to, to kind of address this as a community? Yeah, I think, I think a lot of the biggest challenges um, in the industry at the moment are around hiring and are around getting, you know, more diverse talent in. Something I see a lot at my level as well, so manager level and above, is is getting more um, senior women in. Um, Again, just just improving the balance higher above as well. Um, And this comes down to an interesting, well, I think it comes down to one of these interesting stats as well. So I found that after a certain, um, certain number of years in tech, women seem to drop off. And actually, there's a high percentage of them who don't return. And this is due to going away on maternity leave and then just not returning to the industry. And now the problem with this is, you know, if you if you're leaving tech and, you know, we are going on a few year break, it's so, so difficult to, you know, get back up to date with tech that's been progressing for the past, you know, two, three years why you've been out of work it's totally understandable why a lot of women don't want to come back into tech so I think one of the biggest challenges we have at the moment um, and again I think all companies should work on addressing is creating better returnships and helping 
women return to work who have maybe been out of work for a few years because we have to remember it's just like taking on you know juniors who are going to be learning things from scratch we have to bear in mind that if you've been out of tech for a few years it it is kind of going to be like learning things from scratch again so having the right resources the right mentors um, the right kind of onboarding programs in place that will hopefully encourage women um, to go back into tech after those few years out because they've got um, a structured program to help them learn again and progress again. So, yeah, I think that's one of the biggest problems that I'm personally trying to help solve at the moment as well. And have you, because I, Jess, I think this is such an important subject to speak yeah. about and, you know, from a, a personal experience you know I've heard of you know um a mother interviewing who hasn't worked in about four years yeah. and um there was two men the the, the panelist was male yeah. panelist and um you know that that candidate wasn't successful and it was due to the gap but it didn't take until the technology director for her to actually come into the interview and think whoa 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 what, what's going on here um I'm not a mother but I'm sure it's a bloody tough gig raising a family <laughs> much more than being in technology um so and she kind of feels what if I didn't walk in the room that day you know yeah. that could be a that's a brilliant person not getting the opportunity um which they would absolutely flourish in so there definitely needs to be a bigger spotlight in this, Jess. And, you know, even from our first initial conversation, you know, it resonated. Like we have two million carers yeah. in technology with a majority female that aren't working. And it can be so daunting not being in something for so long. So it's how we can mitigate that stress and the anxiety to kind yeah. of create a good pathway to make them feel comfortable and able Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and definitely part of that is not only creating the pathways and creating the um the routes back into work, but ensuring that we have good allies around us. And, you know, again, it is not just down to the women who understand um how it is to, to be away from work for a year, for a few years, but it's about helping us become or helping um, men around us also become better allies and understanding what's going on and how we can all work together to help women get back into tech after, you know, these few years out and understand what it's like to, I guess, be out of tech for a few years and then to come back into something that's changed so much and is so scary. Like, you know, I think about it sometimes and I'm like, you come back from holiday after two weeks and so much has changed in tech. Like I can't even imagine how it is to come back after a few years. It must, must be hugely daunting. So, you know, the more we can all work together and understand and create these better pathways and better allyship, then we can help slowly solve this problem together. Definitely, definitely. Uh, and it's again through strong collaboration and, and even you know, podcasts like this, Jess, and reaching out yeah. to the audience and, and things like that and making it become, you know, the the norm. Um, yeah. I love that, Jess. Um, Jess, what advice would you give to any aspiring technologist in today's market? Yeah, um, I would say um, keep exploring and don't stop, you know, keep, keep learning, keep bettering yourself, keep 
doing those online courses like if you found yourself getting into tech because you enjoy learning about tech you enjoying you enjoy doing the course or you know doing the online research or whatever you did never stop that because that's the way you're going to keep learning and keep progressing and also don't be afraid of change and experimenting so just because you feel like oh you know I'm a fabulous back-end developer now you know I've, I've mastered everything I've really um, I'm really up there I feel like I'm really senior it doesn't mean you can't switch into front-end or switch into I don't know cloud cloud driven development or whatever it is just don't be afraid for change because you could try something new and then totally enjoy that thing better and I think again just having the opportunities to be in such a um a huge industry where there's so much choice um so many things you can be doing why settle for one thing try you know try multiple things until you figure out what it is that you really want to um specialize in especially when you're first getting into tech as well I think just try as much as you can pivot as much as you can and then that's when you're going to really understand what you want to do um in the long term magic is having that open growth mindset isn't it yeah definitely yeah brilliant yes yes this has been a great conversation to 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 round things off we're always quite keen to learn um what book or audio has had a profound impact on your career and why oh that's a hard one um I'm probably gonna say, do you know what? I I tend to do more of the the online stuff, so I like to do a lot of the online interactive courses. And I would say one of the platforms that I enjoy the most is Udacity. So <clears throat> it's a platform where you've got um, a lot of tutorials, um, you've got online resources, you've got things that can help you learn and almost make you feel like you are in an actual um, lecture room and lecture hall learning something if you like. So I think that's one of my my biggest and best resources, which I like to use if I want to learn something new, do a new course, um, feel like I'm almost at uni again or whatever it is. Um, because again, when things are always changing in tech, it's, it's important to just keep up to date and keep learning and keep progressing. So I find the online platforms like Udacity because they're constantly being updated as well. Um, they are they are the things that tend to help me learn the most and progress the most. Brilliant, Jess, the first online platform that we've had so far in Cobytes, which is great. So I'll be able to plug Udacity on the show notes so the audience can, can take a look. Um, and if people want to find out more about yourself, Jess, or, or, or check a trade, how could they go about doing this? Yeah, you can you can find me on LinkedIn. Um, so just search me on LinkedIn, Jess Madhaven. Um, I'm happy to always have chats with people who are either you know keen to get in the industry, keen to progress, um, keen to learn more about my story, whatever it is. Feel free to drop me a message, and I'm always happy to you know do like a one-off mentoring session or mentor regularly if you like. So yeah, just just hit me up and let me know. Love that. Love that, Jess. Jess, this has been a really great conversation. Thank you so much for your time. Hello, and thank you for tuning in for that great episode with Jess on Co-Bites. I'm sure you'll agree. There's been some really valuable topics which we've taken from that and some really good things happening at Check Trade. So go and check them out if you're intrigued. And we look forward to 
more exciting guests coming in the next few weeks.